Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Middle 20s to lower 30s. Lots of sunshine on your Thursday near 50 degrees. Partly sunny on Friday. We're in the middle 40s. We're in the 40s to lower 50s on Saturday. Milder come Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but totally dry. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas is at 30 degrees. Metro Center 38. Frederick 32. We're headed down to the 20s. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight. What Virginia's latest budget proposal could mean for your wallet. I'm Scott Gelman. An indictment in the murder of a Virginia woman who was staying in a D.C. hotel. Crews clean up vandalism near the Lincoln Memorial while park police investigate. I'm Kate Bryan. Spirit of the season. Hundreds of hungry and homeless are served Christmas dinner. I'm Dick Iuliano. How much did Marylanders pay in taxes during the first few months that recreational cannabis was legal in the state? We'll go in-depth with the Baltimore banner at 11.15. It was an overtime win for the Capitals tonight over the Islanders. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The Biden administration brokers a deal with Venezuela to release 10 Americans and a wanted fugitive in exchange for the U.S. freeing a close ally of Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. The Americans are back on U.S. soil. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports that there are a few reasons for the White House to work with Venezuela. Where are most of those crossing the border illegally coming from these days? Venezuela. They're escaping economic and political turmoil. The U.S. has a vested interest in trying to stabilize that country and ensure its economy and its government can be rebuilt in a way that encourages people to stay. So that's part of it. The other is, of course, it is an oil-producing nation. Next to us, the most productive in the hemisphere, but it's been facing sanctions. Venezuela would love to be able to sell that on the open market. The U.S has been dabbling with that possibility ever since the conflict in Ukraine began and sanctions were put on Russian oil. The Georgia judge overseeing Rudy Giuliani's defamation case orders him to pay the $148 million judgment to Ruby Freeman and her daughter Shea Moss now. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levin. Plaintiffs in this case may still have to go to court to enforce their judgment against Rudy Giuliani. But what the judge is saying in no uncertain terms is that Rudy Giuliani has not shown that he can't pay and that he has shown a propensity to try and hide his assets. Heavy rain and flooding in parts of California has left a mess. CBS News Sacramento's Brady Haldlieb reports. Northern California battered with rain over the past several days. Sacramento County says they received more than 100 reports of localized flooding. Where we have clogged drains due to leaves, debris. Matt Robinson with the Sacramento County's Department of Water Resources says more rain coming by next week. Here's a chance to get out there, clean up. For many residents, all this rain and flooding has taken them by surprise. And sure enough, all the leaves start to move down the drain, so then all the streets are starting to flood. Rain also falling in L.A. and expected to continue through Friday. Toyota is recalling more than a million vehicles because of front passenger airbags that may not deploy in a crash. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert in Detroit. The front passenger airbags in these vehicles may not deploy. The problem is with a sensor that is only supposed to deactivate the airbags if a child is in that seat. UPS is using AI to help fight package thefts by identifying which houses might be targeted by thieves. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. Just like any large answer, it's not going to catch all of the problems. And there will still be package thefts regardless of what UPS does. 
but hopefully it can cut down on the number of package thefts without inconveniencing people too much. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 1103 on WTOP, Wednesday night, December 20th, 2023. Manassas is at 30, and we can be down to 24 overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. It was a week ago that we watched as Virginia's governor joined the owner of the Caps and Wizards to announce a deal to bring the two teams to a brand new $2.2 billion arena in Alexandria's Potomac Yard neighborhood. Now we're getting details of the Republican governor's budget plan for next year and whether it includes ways to pay for some of the development. WTOP Scott Gelman looks over the budget proposal. An increase in state sales tax is one of the centerpieces of Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed budget for the next two fiscal years. We will raise the state sales tax 0.9% from 4.3% to 5.2%. He's also calling for sales tax to include digital services. Over the last decade, the definition of goods has evolved into new economy goods like software packages, digital downloads. But the state won't tax what Youngkin describes as traditional services such as haircuts or lawn care. The budget also includes a 12% cut in state income taxes and half a million dollars for a proposal that would bring the Capitals and Wizards to Potomac Yard. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Virginia's Senate Democratic Caucus is out with a statement this evening in response to Youngkin's budget. The Democrats call the budget proposal absolutely disgraceful and a slap in the face to Virginia's most vulnerable citizens. But one Democratic leader, State Senator Scott Surville, tells WTOP the sales tax proposal actually does have some merit. We've been discussing modernizing our sales tax to pick up some digital products that have fallen out of the sales tax over the last 10 or 20 years as our economy modernized. But I think his tax cuts are going to fall on deaf ears with this legislature. Democratic State Senator Scott Surville. University of Mary Washington political science professor Stephen Farnsworth is telling WTOP that whatever they're starting out with here, the parameters are going to change on this budget a lot by the time that it passes. In many ways, the governor's uh, budget proposal is the bureaucratic equivalent of sitting on Santa's knee. You are looking at a proposal that will largely be reshaped by Democratic majorities in the legislature. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest as the Virginia legislature gets back to work early next year in Richmond, beginning January 10th. Other news, a man is indicted for the murder of a tourist at D.C.'s Ivy City Hotel. 44-year-old George Sidner of the district is accused of the stabbing murder of 31-year-old Christy Bautista. She was from Harrisonburg, Virginia, and was stabbed March 31st of this year inside her room at the hotel, attacked more than 30 times. Sidner was arrested in connection with the stabbing in April. Bautista was visiting D.C. for a concert. An arraignment is set for January 4th. The hospital that first treated a man who later died while being admitted to a Virginia psychiatric hospital, failed to meet care standards while he was in a mental health crisis. It's the latest revelation from a state investigation. Virginia's Department of Health led the investigation of Parham Doctors Hospital, where Ivo Otieno was briefly held. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports Otieno, who was a 28-year-old black man, died in March after being pressed to the floor of Central State Hospital for about 11 minutes by a group of Henrico County Sheriff's deputies and hospital employees. Surveillance video that captured how Otieno was treated at the facility where he was set to get care sparked outrage across the country and calls for mental health and policing reform. 
The furor over the Israel-Hamas war in Gaza has spilled over onto the Lincoln Memorial here in D.C. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us park police are investigating who was behind the vandalism. We're talking about words in bright red paint. Some of the messages painted in red are still visible, among them several that say free Gaza. The graffiti appears near the Lincoln Memorial Circle and the reflecting pool. Park Service conservators are using high-pressure washers, and the work may take several days to finish, according to park's officials. Access to the memorial itself is not affected, and the U.S. Park Police are asking anyone with information to contact their tip line. At the Lincoln Memorial, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Hundreds of hungry and homeless people who bundled against the chill this early evening sat down at tables covered in red tablecloths for Christmas dinner served by volunteers in the area. Young and old, families and friends gathered at sunset in front of Martin Luther King Jr. Library. Carolers sang while volunteers served them roast turkey and all the fixings to celebrate Christmas. Man, this is gorgeous. This is a good help for the ones that don't have no loved ones and they can't do Christmas with family members and all that. Well, I'm hoping that things will get better for all of us. Catholic charity St. Maria's Meals Program serves a couple of hundred hot meals each Wednesday here to those in need. But on the eve of the first day of winter, each table here is topped with a poinsettia plant and a regular meal for those in need has been turned into Christmas dinner. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Still ahead on WTOP, signs of life in the home resale market. It's 1108 on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, in Maryland right now, problems on Prince George's in uh, Prince George's County on the outer loop that has three left lanes blocked due to an accident. It's in the process of being cleared at Pennsylvania Avenue in Montgomery County. We still have delays due to a closure. Park Lawn Drive is blocked between Randolph Road and Wilkins Avenue for a downed utility pole with wires on the roadway. So just be careful when you're going through that area. In the district, road construction blocks the right lane in Rosslyn on I-66 West Westbound between Route 29 and Sprout Run Parkway were jammed there in Virginia. We have heavy traffic in Newington on 95 southbound between Route 286 and uh, let's see, exit 166 for Lorton. An accident in the right lane is blocked in Springfield on 286, uh, right at ex- uh, the southbound exit for 95. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. Traffic. 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Steve Rudin this evening. As we head through the evening and into the overnight, skies will remain clear with wake-up temperatures early tomorrow morning in the middle 20s to lower 30s. Winds will be from the north at just around 3 to 8 miles per hour, so not going to have to deal with any type of wind chill factors come early tomorrow. Mostly sunny on your Thursday, near 50 degrees. Winds will stay relatively calm, so once again, no wind chills. Friday, a little bit colder behind a cold front. Highs in the middle 40s. Saturday will stay chilly mid-40s to around 50, but we start a warm-up Christmas Eve on Sunday. Highs will be in the lower 50s with a good amount of sun. We're staying dry during the daylight hours on Christmas Day. Highs around 55. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro, 30 degrees. Woodbridge, 31. D.C., 38. And down to 24 overnight. Our winds are fairly light northwest at 4, but when it gets this cold, even a little bit of wind kind of cuts right through you. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. And we're going to go down to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. What seemed at times to be an unstoppable run for stocks is over. The market lurched into reverse as investors reconsidered the chances for an economic soft landing. Dow Industrials tumbled 476. The S&P 500 fell 70. The Nasdaq dropped 225. Signs of life in the home resale market as mortgage rates head lower. An industry group reports an eight-tenths percent rise in sales last month. Analysts expected a decline. Weeks after announcing plans to wind down its municipal debt business, Citigroup is exiting another business line. The bank will end distressed debt trading, part of an ongoing effort to boost profits. One-fifth of U.S. hospitals have received warnings about not posting the prices they charge for care, as required by federal rules. Bloomberg reports some of the largest and most prestigious hospitals have been in violation. Most have corrected the issue. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets all lower, or most of them anyway. Tokyo stocks down almost 2%. South Korea's Kospi is down half a percent. The Shanghai Composite is a fraction higher right now. Coming up on WTOP, recreational marijuana sales fairly new here in Maryland. How much money are they generating? Tax revenue, I mean. Stay with us for that story from the Baltimore Banner on WTOP. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac, and get another for a dollar. Or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming up here, the Cardiac Caps at it again with a dramatic win over the Islanders downtown. Sports in 10 minutes with Frank on WTOP. With so many mesothelioma lawyers, how do you choose the right firm for you and your family? I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, and here's my advice to to you. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. As America's largest injury firm, we have more offices, more lawyers, and more caring staff members than any other injury firm in the world. Last year alone, our team answered over 2 million of your calls and recovered over a billion dollars for our clients. $30 billion was set aside for mesothelioma victims like you. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, we'll come to you within 24 hours so our team can get to work right away. Wherever you are, whenever you want. Our goal is to get you as much as you deserve. Call us now as the time to file a claim may be limited. Call 1-800-602-3300. 1-800-602-3300. That's 1-800-602-3300. Call now. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 1114, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Recreational marijuana use became legal in Maryland back in July, and so six months later, we're learning Marylanders buying weed paid more than $12 million in taxes to the state government, 
during the first three months the market was open. It's according to a new report from the Comptroller, which shows how the money is coming into the state and where it's going. Pamela Wood, Maryland politics and government reporter for the Baltimore Banner, joined us a little earlier tonight to take a closer look at this marijuana cash. Yeah, so uh, when uh, Marylanders, you know, uh, buy buy their joints and their edibles at the dispensaries, they pay a 9% sales tax on it. And, you know, estimating how much money was going to come in is kind of tricky with a new emerging market like this. And the best projection was about... $36 million per year. And here we are only three months in and it's already $12 million. So more tax money is coming in than expected. Okay. So we're starting with more money. Uh, the other thing is, as you well know, when something like this takes effect, it really is all at the beginning about what can I get? Where can I get it? You know, on the, the consumer side of it. But what about where the money goes? A lot of people may not know where these millions will be devoted. Yeah. The money is um, going to be split up a couple different ways. About half of the tax Tax money does go just straight into the general budget of the state government uh, of, of Maryland uh, for all the things the government does. The other half is divided up among some areas that were priorities for state lawmakers. A chunk of it will go to investing in communities that have been harmed by the war on drugs, places that had disproportionate arrests for marijuana over the years. There's also money being set aside to help small businesses, minority-owned and women-owned businesses uh, get into this industry. Some money also goes to local governments and lastly to some addiction and health education programs. I may be asking this question a little early in the journey, but do you know from people you've been in touch with and maybe other states that have been at this longer, whether the money tends to drop off or or if it was a good start at $12 million, can we just, just expect the dollars to keep pouring in? Yeah, I think it remains to be seen. You know, the market it opened on July 1st, so we're only a few months into this, um, and it's interesting to see how it's shaking out, but sales have been pretty steady, uh, aside from a, a big jump on the first weekend, first few days. Um, and Maryland, interestingly, set a pretty low tax rate, and one of the reasons why they did that was to make sure people would buy legally at dispensaries. If you set the taxes too high, then people just continue to buy from dealers or their guys. So an interesting sort of push and pull and balance that they made here. What an important point. Is there anything else that we should know? Yeah, I think one thing that's interesting is where people are paying the taxes and where they're buying their their cannabis products. The Baltimore region is paying about 45% of the taxes collected. Now, that's Baltimore City and the five counties. It's a population center, has also about half of the licensed dispensaries. The next highest area for buying products and paying taxes is Prince George's Montgomery County is the DC suburbs. Um, they have about 26 licensed dispensaries uh, between them. And of course there's about 2 million people in that area. So kind of not a surprise, but Baltimore area buying and paying more taxes a little bit more than the DC suburbs. Pamela Wood, Maryland politics and government reporter for the Baltimore banner talking about adding up the tax money, $12 million and counting in taxes after people are buying recreational marijuana in Maryland. Top stories on WTOP. We're getting a look at Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed budget. It includes cuts to income taxes, but an increase in the sales tax. The U.S. makes a deal with Venezuela to free 10 American prisoners, but we're told those Americans are back on U.S. soil tonight. Former President Trump asked the Supreme Court not to decide whether he has immunity in his federal trial here in D.C. Keep it here for full details on WTOP. Let's go to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Well, in Maryland, still a problem, an accident in Forestville. On the Beltway outer loop after Pennsylvania Avenue, that has been cleared and moved to the left shoulder. Uh, delays are starting to ease a bit, but they are still heavy. In Montgomery County, we still have delays due to a closure. Park Lawn Drive <clears throat> excuse me, is blocked between Randolph Road and Wilkins Avenue for a down utility pole. We do have wires on the roadway. Definitely want to steer clear of that. Road construction in the left lane closed in Bethesda on Rockville Pike, northbound between the Beltway and Tuckerman Lane. In the district, road construction blocks the right lane in, in Rosslyn on 66 westbound between Route 29 and Spout Run Parkway. We do have heavy delays there. Uh, in Virginia, we're jammed in Newington on 95 southbound between 286 and Lorton. Uh, we also have an accident in the right lane block it, blocked uh, on Route 286 southbound at 95. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. Traffic. Okay, Butch. Now, 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Steve Rudin with us tonight. Mainly clear skies moving through the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures early tomorrow morning anywhere from the middle 20s to around 30 northern and western suburbs to lower 30s inside and around the Capitol Beltway. Sunshine is back for your Thursday. Afternoon highs around 50 degrees. Winds from the northwest at 5 to 10. Middle 40s on Friday. We're in the 40s to around 50 on Saturday. Then the middle 50s come Sunday and Monday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the first First Alert Weather Center. And right now in Hyattsville, it's 32, Herndon 28, Foggy Bottom 38 degrees, and some parts of the area in the suburbs down to 24. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, want to make sure that everybody is safe on the roads. Every holiday season, there's an effort to, uh, you know, if you have a few too many drinks, leave that car in the driveway. Don't ever get behind the wheel and get a free ride home. We'll talk more about that coming up. Plus, I'm Just Ken. <laughs> the uh, Barbie movie so incredibly popular, and now there are new versions of uh, Ryan Gosling's song for the Christmas season once again. It's all ahead on WTOP. When it's time to buy new appliances, you want to pay less, and you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. And if you do find a lower price locally, we'll match it for up to 30 days after purchase. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals are at Bray & Scarf. Don't miss the year-end clearance event going on now at Bray & Scarf with great deals on great appliances, in-store and online. All in-stock KitchenAid dishwashers are on sale. And save on Whirlpool washers and dryers. Come see for yourself that Bray beats big. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. 1122. WTOP is more than just a radio station. We're live online 24-7 at WTOP.com. We're never more than a couple of words away on your smart speaker. And we're available anywhere, anytime on your smartphone with the free WTOP app. For the information you need, your radio is only the beginning. Depend on us on all your devices. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station, WTOP News. Everything you need. Every time you listen. This is John from 20. 2060 Digital, and one of our retail partners asked us how they can improve their holiday season marketing. This is peak time for profits and competition, so you need to spend your ad dollars wisely. 
Syncing your digital conversions with your website's analytics and your point-of-sale system will prove your rate of return and allow you to put your money in the right place. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. This is WTOP News. Now, 1123, for years, drunk driving numbers have been on the decline. It's led to fewer crashes and deaths on our roads. But a recent reversal of those trends will draw a lot of attention over the upcoming holidays. Crashes and fatals are up, and these are after years of them, of them going down. That's Kurt Erickson with the Washington Regional Alcohol Program. With a warning that police around the region are pushing the drive sober or get pulled over campaign between now and the end of the year. 36% of all traffic deaths on Christmas involve drunk drivers. And of course, when you get to the holy grail of New Year's, it's nearly half. It's 40%. Most of the time, drunk drivers are young men. 67% of the those convicted for DUIs, over two-thirds in Virginia, are male drivers. And when they're surveyed about the issue... They say it's very important to plan a safe ride home before they go out, but less than half regularly do. John Dome in WTOP News. A Hollywood star is capitalizing on the biggest movie of the year, just in time for the holidays. Barbie star Ryan Gosling reunited with the movie's soundtrack producer Mark Ronson for a Christmas version of their hit song. of Ken the EP featuring new versions of the original song. It comes just a week after the Barbie soundtrack nabbed nominations for a handful of Golden Globes and Grammys. It could also be up for a coveted Oscar. Those nods are out next month. Monica Ricks, CBS News. The diaper was loaded, but not with what you think it would be filled with. Security officers at New York's LaGuardia Airport found 17 bullets hidden inside a disposable diaper today. TSA says the officer pulled the otherwise clean diaper from a passenger's carry-on bag after it set off an alarm on the x-ray machine at a security checkpoint. The passenger initially told agents that he didn't know how the diaper ended up in the bag, but later suggested his girlfriend might have put it in there. TSA says the passenger is a man from Arkansas who had a ticket for a flight to Chicago. He's been cited for unlawful possession of the 9mm ammunition. 11.25. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now it's time for Frank Hanrahan. Dylan Strome comes through with the game winner in overtime. Caps beat the Islanders 3-2 to for Strome team leading 13th goal. Edmondson and LaPierre also scoring for the Capitals. Two have won two straight. They'll go for three in a row. Quick turnaround. They'll fly to Columbus tonight to face the Blue Jackets tomorrow night. In the NBA, something that has not been done since 1972. 12th straight game, 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds for Joel Embiid of Philadelphia. He scored 51 points, 13 rebounds. Sixers beat Minnesota 127-113. College basketball, Maryland women, top of James Madison, 78-55 in College Park. D.C. United revealing its upcoming 2024 MLS schedule. D.C. will open up the season at home against the New England Revolution on Saturday, February 24th. And D.C. will host uh, Lionel Messi and Inter Miami on Saturday, March 16th. That will be a 